0: Spiritually Source the Podcast. This is your space for spiritual empowerment, manifestation, and stepping into your expansion. Join me each week to unlock a new level of yourself to create your dream life. Let's begin. Hi, my loves. Welcome back to the Spiritually Source Podcast. I'm your host, Missy, and I'm back after yet another hiatus. I actually had full intentions of uploading another episode last week, but just with everything that was going on in the world with the floods and the war in Ukraine, it just felt very out of alignment to be sharing anything, but I really wanted to come back this week for a very, very exciting episode with my love, Mr. Josh Hollidays. I put up on my stories about a week ago, um, any questions that you guys had for us and, you know, how we met, how we manifest each other, etc. So it was really exciting being able to welcome Josh onto the podcast and to be able to have that conversation and I know that you guys are going to enjoy but before we get into that I wanted to do a quick little life update so you may have seen on my Instagram which if you're not following me it's at I am mystic missy I have actually moved in with Josh into his home in my favorite suburb on the Sunshine Coast, which feels very exciting. The move in isn't official yet. It's technically official on Friday when I'll have all of my stuff out of my old place um, and in here, but I haven't had a night at home in about three weeks. And it just feels so exciting and expansive. Our house is literally 100, meter, 100 meters from the beach. And as I said, it's in my favorite, favorite suburb on the Sunshine Coast. So that is incredibly exciting. I'm also navigating some big shifts in terms of the direction that my business is going and I'm still going to be teaching about manifestation, but I will be taking a slight pathway change in terms of serving spiritual business owners, which I'm really excited for, but I'm getting way ahead of myself as usual and want to make sure that I have everything really laid out before I announce any of those big changes, but that's really exciting coming up. I recently also met my soul sister, Jazz Bori, which you guys might have heard our podcast episode over on her podcast. Which, if you haven't listened to it yet, definitely head over. We talk about calling in your soul siblings, your soul sisters, and really having beautiful friendships um it was a really candid raw open conversation and it felt really incredible and it was so amazing being able to meet her in real life and spend you know about a a, about a week together um which was just incredible. And, you know, just another one of those soul friendships that I've called in online. You all know my best friend Millie as well was another soul friendship that I called in online. And there's been many, 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 many others. Um, I'd be here all day if I was listing them out, but Yeah, definitely head over to Jazz's podcast and listen to that episode, but I think that's all of the life updates that I wanted to talk about and to really just come on back onto the podcast. The last episode that I had was, you know, what I've manifested where I was talking about Josh and now this episode, the next upload after that is having him on, which feels really fitting and really beautiful. And, you know, this year has just been so incredible and truly just such an expansion into embodying even more of my higher self and what it is that I'm wanting in this life and living in in this life and having gratitude for really being in that at the moment, um, which feels really amazing. Just as a side note for this episode, the audio isn't fantastic. I was using this mic, but using it with two people, it kind of came out like a little bit tinny. So I do apologize for that. And I'd probably recommend maybe turning your volume down a little bit. If you're listening to this in headphones or in your car, it might come out quite loud at the start. So just have a bit of a play around with that. I do apologize, but it's clear enough that you'll want to listen. And, you know, it was a really amazing conversation that we had and I'm so excited for you all to listen and to be introduced to my incredible incredible man Mr Josh Holiday so without further ado enjoy the episode <laughs> All right, everyone, I'm joined by my incredible man, the one, the only, Josh Holiday. Babe, welcome to the podcast.
1: Thanks for having me on, baby. It's a pleasure.
0: I'm kind of nervous.
1: I'm pretty nervous as well, actually.
0: Is this your first time doing a podcast? No. You've done them before? Yeah. Yeah. But anyway, guys, I may have stuffed up just a little bit. I put up a question box on my Instagram stories for questions that you have for Josh and I and... I didn't screenshot them all. You cooked it. I did. I cooked it hard, but I think I've remembered a lot of them. So I've written them down and basically we're just going to go through the Q&A with what you guys had. So I guess let's just get started. So the first question is, how did we meet? Do you want to?
1: I slid into your DMs. (laughs) Uh, You were were stalking me on, um, on on Insta.
0: I wasn't stalking you. So basically Josh works at a gym here on the Sunshine Coast that I know the owners of and have known them for many years. And I saw them reshare one of Josh's things on their Instagram story. And I was like, oh, this guy looks interesting. So I went to your profile and I started following you and you didn't follow me back. So I was like, oh, whatever. Like, I like what you do for work. Didn't think anything of it. And then I think it was New Year's Eve.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So I teach um, meditation and breath work at a gym on Sunny Coast called Exalto. Uh, and I think that's what you were interested in, but yeah, I I started. Scoping you out as well. And I, I can't remember it was something that you were posting about, um, you know, actually doing the work versus just talking about doing the work. Uh, and I was like, that's pretty cool. And so I sent you a little flame or, or it was a, a
0: little flame react a, emoji. A little,
1: no, I think it was actually a little hand clap. And then I went surfing the next day and posted that on my stories and you gave me a little flame oh. and then, then it was all, it was on.
0: And it was on from there. Yeah. I remember thinking though, because that same day that you reacted to my stories, I think I had one of my dancing videos up mm. and I remember thinking like, oh, it's cool that he reacted to the one of me sp- Talking about like doing the work and not like a flame emoji to me and laundry on my stories, essentially.
1: Mm. Yeah, I saw that, but you know, I I was just more interested in your um your intelligence, I guess.
0: Thanks, baby. But yeah, from there we met at a local cafe, and
1: you were like, "Oh, I love working at this cafe," and I was like, "Oh, sweet, let's go do some work." And then we rocked up, and I actually thought we were going to have a little co-working session, so I brought my laptop and had a coffee and stuff, and you rocked up like dressed up pretty well and without your laptop and I was like all right here we go
0: to be fair I dress pretty well every day true but I I wasn't sure whether it was a date or not I was really confused I was like are we actually going to do work is this a date like I was mm. so unsure because we'd been talking like a week before mm. we decided to do that and so I was just like do you know what I'm just not going to take my laptop but I'll have it in my car and then once we got there we were just talking that it became pretty apparent that it was more of a date
1: yeah yeah well this actually might lead well into the next question um because at the time i wasn't uh yeah i was just you know like i wasn't really super active in looking for a partner but i was definitely open to it so the next question is was josh actively manifesting a partner if so what were his processes but yeah and i at the time i I was like you know i was open and i was looking forward to meeting you because i thought you you know sounded pretty cool and the conversation that we had flowed pretty easily so i was you know excited to meet you um but yeah I wasn't I didn't have any ideas about what it would be I had no expectations about how it was going to go uh so it was nice to come in with that kind of attitude I think it created a, an ease about the um yeah about those first few days
0: yeah to recap on those first few days as well basically we had our first date we went for coffee I think we were sitting at the cafe talking for like 2 hours
1: yeah, we were there for a little while.
0: And then you took me to...
1: Took you to a secret spot for a swim. Yeah. It was hot and I kind of knew that I was like, oh, we'll go for a swim after we have a coffee. Like that's always a nice thing to do. Yeah. So I took you to a little spot, went for a swim, tried yeah. to get get a little kiss, but didn't happen on the first day. I didn't want a
0: bar of it on the first day. <laughs> I did, but I was just a little bit cautious from past experiences, which, you know, we can kind of touch on. But I remember you messaged me that night hinting that you wanted to see me again so the next day we went to the farmer's market nah,
1: we set up on the first day oh, we, that's right. we set up a, um that was on a friday and then we said we were, like we were basically set up to hang out on sunday so we organized to go on an adventure i took you out um so we planned to go out on sunday but then that night friday night i thought um I had something on Saturday and it got cancelled, and then I was just so I messaged you late at night and I said let's go to the markets in the morning or well no I dropped a you, comment you
0: dropped it you're like oh my plans tomorrow got cancelled I was like do you want to come to the farmers markets with me yeah and you jumped on it straight away so yeah. we went to the farmers markets and we went to the beach then you came back to my house and we went swimming in the pool and we had our first kiss
1: yeah that was on Saturday we met on Friday first kiss on Saturday
0: and then. We went rainforest <laughs> adventuring on the Sunday and I knew on the Sunday, I was like, this is my person.
1: Yeah. Yeah. That was, that was fun that Saturday as well, actually, a yeah, bit, bit you know, impromptu, but really fun. And then, yeah, Sunday we spent the day together and uh, yeah, it was a good day as well. And the rest
0: is history. <laughs> I think
1: literally since then, we haven't spent more than two nights apart, apart from when you went away with jazz recently. Hmm. Uh, but yeah, it's been on like Donkey Kong, hasn't it? <laughs>
0: yeah it has been but it hasn't felt forced or rushed or anything like that like it's just felt really natural
1: Mm. yeah definitely it's been easy it's been comfortable we've got a lot of similarities and um we get along really well we have fun that's good because we're together yeah you know and there's been heaps of deep conversations and all that stuff that comes up with a new relationship has come up and we've worked through it really well. And it's been, yeah, it's been, it's been good. It's been great. It's
0: been a fairy tale.
1: It's been pretty bloody good. Yeah.
0: Yeah. All right. The next question is how did we manifest each other? So I guess I'll start with this because you kind of answered that in terms of you weren't necessarily looking for someone, but I'd love to touch on like some of the shifts and processes that you went through at the end of last year. But I mean, for me, this is a really interesting question with manifestation because I feel like I got, I think when people think of manifesting a partner, they think of like this list that this person has to encompass. And it's like Mm. what they look like, what they do for work, how much they make and all of these things. And to be quite frank, I find that almost a little bit superficial. Mm. And I think it's okay to have expectations but i think it's important to have the expectations on the values of the partner that you're wanting to call in so like when you're writing down like oh they have to make this amount it's not really about the amount that they make like what's the underlying value behind that is it that they have ambition is it that they have you know strong worth ethic is it discipline and so Mm -hmm. when i was thinking of the partner that i was wanting to call in because I wanted to feel that love and I developed a really strong sense of self-love within myself. And I wanted to add to that as a bonus. Mm. I got really clear on the values that I wanted that person to have. It wasn't like creating this image of this person. It was like, okay, well, this is how I want to feel in a relationship. And these are the values that I'd really love the partner that I want to spend the rest of my life with life with to encompass. So I think I got really clear on that and also really clear on that self-love piece, knowing that I think self-love can be a bit of an ongoing journey, but you have to be able to be content in your own space before you can call someone in. You know, when you think of calling a partner in, it's to add to that. It's not to fill that. It's not to fill a void. It's not to be anything else but a bonus to your life. So I I guess from my point of view, that's how I went into manifesting you and then there was a shit ton of work around relationships that i did and you know really explored where it was that i wasn't showing up in a way that i would want to show up you know being emotionally available and all of these things so i guess that's like a bit of the work that i did prior to us meeting Mm -hmm. um would you add anything to that babe Mm,
1: how do we manifest each other yeah like from, from my perspective uh end of last year like I haven't had a, a uh, like a, a really good relationship for probably the last four years. So I've been single for, for a long time until I met um, you, mm. and yeah, at the end of the last year, like I kind of hit a point at the end of last year. Where I decided that I would uh, open up my heart and you know, call in a, a loving relationship. Um, so. You know, one of the questions before this was what were his processes? Yeah, literally for me, it was just about uh, opening up my heart and then, you know, being aware of my, uh, I don't know, what you'd probably call shadows coming up in. Um, and yeah, so end of last year, I decided to do that. And then, yeah, actually met a girl before Missy at the end of last year and had a, um, yeah, like a short-lived kind of relationship With her and it turned out to be you know not what i was looking for not what either of us were looking for but at the time it brought up a lot of stuff so i'm really grateful that it happened because it allowed me to work through all of this stuff once i had chosen to open up my heart then there was this opportunity presented which was just like it showed me all of my shadow um that i had to work through before actually meeting you so like end of last year was really hard um, but what kept me grounded in that was just yeah my like self awareness practices, my mindfulness practices, coming back into myself and really like facing all of my shit uh, head on and not turning away. But it was really hard because I was trying to do that, uh, thinking that I was doing the right thing. But it turns out that specific relationship just wasn't the right one. So, but that was all necessary because when I met Missy, then I was when I met you, I was like in coming out of the back of that with like a whole different perspective on love and on um, how it is to be open-hearted and vulnerable, like truly. So then when I met you, I had this opportunity to, you know, open even further into that and continue to open up to that, but with you and and I chose to do that. And then, you know, that's then everything else has been uh, really amazing since then. I love you. I love you too, baby. <laughs>
0: I think it's really amazing as well to add into this. Like when we met, we got pretty vulnerable pretty quick, I guess. And we had a really similar experience at the end of last year, not similar, but similar in the way that we both navigated a, uh, like, I wouldn't say a a relationship on my end, Mm. but you know, something with another person that brought up a lot of this shadow and a lot of this kind of awareness. And, Mm. you know, I had the same thing. I went, I went through that and realized.
1: Whenever I say relationship. Like, I'm, I'm not, you know, we have all these ideas about relationships, but any kind of person that you relate with, you know, you're, you're essentially in a relationship with, even if it's not like a great relationship. Like if you're, you know, have, if you're relating with someone else, then there is some form of relationship there. So when I talk about relationship, I'm talking about that, like that whole, you know, relating with someone else.
0: Yeah. Guys, Josh <laughs> is the deepest thinker you will ever meet, which I love about him. But thanks for clarifying that, babe. That's
1: right.
0: But I had this similar situation where, you know, I had a lot of this shadow coming up and it really forced me to kind of get clear with what I had around relationships. So I think we worked out it was almost like the same week that we had that kind of experience and realization. And I think that cleared a lot of space within me to be able to call in this love, like the love that I have with you and like this really healthy, Conscious partnership and relationship.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I think we both kind of saw the polar opposites uh, at the end of 2021. So then, start of 2022, meeting each other was just like, yeah, very eye opening uh, experience.
0: Mm. I feel like this is a pretty good segue into one of the other questions that came through, which was Did we have to turn away almost loves before meeting? And I found this a really interesting question because. I don't know what an almost love is. Like you love someone or you don't. Mm. So for me, there's never a space to settle within partnerships, within like a career. I don't know. I just don't feel like settling is something that is truly fulfilling us. So I guess when we think of like an almost love, it's like as soon as I realized that any past relationships weren't working, Mm. It was cut off. It was never like I'm going to stay in this because it w- works in quotation marks.
1: Yeah, yeah. I've yeah. You know, you know if you're in love or if you're not in love. Like there's, there's so there is no almost love because it's like an almost love is not love. Um, and you know that like deep down, like I know that deep down. You know, there's been other relationships which you might call almost love, but it's not the same because uh, you know with what we've got, it's a, it's an open-hearted, full, fuck yes, love. And so you know when you've got that and you know when you don't have that. Mm. Um, so I guess to answer the question it would be, yeah, definitely turned away a lot of almost loves. <laughs> <laughs> but at the same time, like almost love is not love.
0: Yeah, I think you put that very eloquently and this is just a reminder to everyone to like not settle because...
1: But also there's nothing wrong with like that because there's plenty to learn from all relationships um so it doesn't need to be a, like you know there's yeah there's always things to learn from all relationships and anytime we're in relation with other people like there are things to learn so yeah
0: what's the saying people come into your life for a reason a season or a lifetime i like that one mm, yeah nice you're my lifetime Yeah, definitely <laughs> um the next question was a really really juicy one in my humble opinion and that was have we had any self-sabotaging self behaviors coming up since we met this has literally come up for me today <laughs> so the answer for me is yes um, in terms of I was saying this to Josh this morning that feeling worthy of having like a good healthy love has been something that I've struggled with for most of my life and now that I have that with you, with us, I think there's been a, be- a few things that have subconsciously been coming up that have almost not been trying to push you away, but kind of trying to sabotage in a way. And like, not in a huge amount. Like, it's not like I don't feel like I've been projecting stuff onto you. It's more been my own thought processes and behaviors. This sounds really cryptic, but like, I'm probably not willing to share like that shadow part that I moved through this morning. I'm vulnerable, but I'm probably not that vulnerable.
1: Mm.
0: Um, So to answer like yes and no, like it has felt really easy in the way of it just feels right. And we've both known that from the start. Yeah. So consciously there hasn't been self subbing self-sabotaging behaviors but i think subconsciously i've had a few things coming up not enough to like create distance or whatever it is and i think something that's really important is having like open loving communication with your partner and being able to be vulnerable Mm. so when this stuff comes up and when i had that realization this morning i pretty much came to you as soon as you got home from work and i was like hey
1: yeah like any anything that's come up uh you know in our relationship so far we've just addressed it straight away like so if anything like that did come up we, we we talk about it openly and honestly and share like vulnerably about it like you've told me so much stuff and i've told you so much stuff like i i personally don't think i've had any self-sabotaging behaviors come up uh for me it's been more like a an opportunity to choose to be with you and to like make it clear that that's what i want um so yeah my 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 experience with that is just like, yeah, like leaning into that openness and that commitment, uh, which you know I've, I feel like I've been doing pretty well, uh, but something that I definitely struggled with in the past. So it's really nice and refreshing to have the safe space to do that with you, uh, because yet yeah, I haven't had that really before, not like this anyway. So it's pretty cool, and yeah, with you know. For both of us, no, I don't think anything is self-sabotaging. Like we've felt the knowing from the get-go. So anything that comes up is just really opportunities for us to work through our own stuff. But we do that together, which makes us stronger.
0: Mm, I feel like that was probably a better way than what I worded it. <laughs> like I've had these things coming up, but it hasn't actually gotten to a point where the awareness hasn't been there that it has been sabotaging. It's just been thoughts that have come up and we've shared them. Mm. And...
1: Like you went home one night um, which was fine like I think knowing the difference between when you just genuinely need a little bit of space to process stuff which we've we've had that come up with a couple of times where it's just like hold up like I need a, I need a night or like a, a little bit of time just to process what's coming up for me right now but then you know we return you know to each other with more clarity the following day which is epic
0: yeah yeah so for reference the night that I went home one of my I guess I'd call it almost like a shadow trait would be that I can, I completely shut down sometimes when I don't know how to uh, have that vulnerability, but you know, we, I address that we move through that together. So again, like it comes back to that open communication. Like I've never felt so safe and solid in communication with anyone in my life. Like I've shared things with you, with Josh that I've never shared with other people, and it's just like that—that that safety with each other, I think, which is really beautiful.
1: Mm, yeah, I'd agree. And yeah, it's it definitely been vulnerable. Like, there's been some things that I've thought, like, "Fuck, I don't know if I want to share that." But then, I'd but then, I, because I know that, like, I feel like coming up in my body, and I'm like, I have to because that's this is the kind of relationship that we're creating. Mm. So, yeah, it just comes up, and then it comes out, and I don't like try and resist it. Uh, and I think it's pretty much the same for you.
0: Yeah. And I think that's really important to note as well. Like, as we've said, like, this has felt really easy. And I think that love has been very present from very early on. But that doesn't mean that it doesn't require work in terms of like continually choosing to open to each other and to deepen the relationship and to have that vulnerability because I mean vulnerability doesn't come easily to most people it's something that we really have to consciously choose to do and I think that's been something that we've both mm. really stepped into and every time we've done that we've felt like a, a much deeper opening and a much deeper connection afterwards
1: yeah and you know it's 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 very new terrain for both of us I think to be in a relationship like this so you know we as things come up you know we, we you know approach them together and yeah we're still like definitely learning a lot i think but it feels like feels really solid because we both are of the same understanding of what we want and how we want this relationship to be so uh, you know i think as we begin this relationship it's really important that we set up those solid foundations and that was something that was important from for me definitely from the get-go um Yeah, which has been so cool. But, yeah, it's really nice to be in, like, this new relationship, but it's new new in so many different ways. Like, I've never had a relationship like this before, so it's really cool to have that.
0: Mm. And it feels new, but also like I've known you forever.
1: Yeah, definitely.
0: I think as well that is a really powerful point of when we first met, like, having that clear communication from the get-go. It was our second date where we were like, "All right, what are you looking for? Like, what? Like, are you looking for a relationship? Are you just dating casually? Like, I can't remember the exact wording, but we had that that communication from the very start.
1: Mm. Yeah, we clicked in the spa at your place. That, That was a funny story. Yeah,
0: but probably a funny story that we won't share on the podcast. (laughs)
1: yeah well i think well basically you know i think with vulnerability comes intimacy so um yeah you know sometimes you it might feel scary to be vulnerable but then like the intimacy that's created through that vulnerability is yeah it's it's hot
0: Mm. that's a great way to put it vulnerability is hot guys tune into it but you know if if i could give anyone like a tip for if you are dating if you're single at the moment and you're wanting to call in Your partner is to have clear fucking communication from the get-go because if you're waiting for like a certain amount of dates to check in with the other per or whatever it is, like, no, just have clear communication, be honest, be open with what Mm. you're wanting and see how that vulnerability is met because I guess that vulnerability is such a key pillar Mm. in a conscious relationship that you want to know if that's something that's going to be reciprocated from the get-go.
1: Yeah. And like another thing on building trust, which is kind of relevant right now is, you know, it's for for me, it was like, how do I, how do I build trust in this relationship? But it's really what I've learned in the last couple of months or few months, which is going to, you know, it's, which is foundational for, you know, the rest of our lives is like to tell the truth. So like radical honesty. So like I've been sharing like some really deep truths with you, but through sharing that truth, it creates trust, even if it's something that maybe Missy might not want to hear, or it's like something that, you know, I've thought that, uh, you know, makes makes us both uncomfortable sharing that, that I've, you know, that there's that truth that I've felt that thing or whatever it is. When I share that, that truth, it creates such strong trust because Missy can trust that I'm telling her the truth um, because of the depth of the, the vulnerability and the honesty. Mm-hmm. So yeah, that, truth-telling really creates such strong trust.
0: Mm. And for every moment of discomfort and having that radical honesty and vulnerability has come that level of intim- intimacy and love and opening and trust tenfold. Like yeah. it's it's been, mm. you know, after every moment like that, it's just been this beautiful deepening of the connection that we have. Mm. Yep. Yeah um this next one's a good one as well what do we do when we have an argument i don't think we've actually had Oh, we have when in the car on the way to my brother's house oh yeah I, I don't know if i'd call it an argument or a disagreement
1: um i don't know it was just a little bit of i was i had a few beers and it was just an emotional day <laughs> um, yeah, i don't know if it was really like it an argument, but there was definitely some tension in the air. Um, how do we deal with that? I think we just like sat with it and yeah, we just were patient with each other and then we talked about it when we felt we could, you know, without being too emotionally charged. Mm. Um, but yeah, you know, you didn't shut down during that. Well, you kind of did a little bit, but you didn't like, you know, run away or anything. And I kind of yeah, just what did I do? I don't know. I just kind of reflected on my behaviors as well and how they were not ideal um but yeah
0: i think in that moment you know josh saying i didn't shut down because again that is that is something that i can do when i am emotionally charged um i think it was just important that we both kind of reflected on how we were feeling and we didn't project that onto the other person or we aimed to not i i think i might have a little bit
1: mm, well like I I took responsibility because I I was out of, um, you know, I was out of line with with some of my behaviours and then I was aware of that and then so I took responsibility for that and that's all I could have really done is like, okay, sweet, yeah, maybe that wasn't ideal but, you know, I I have that awareness and now I can learn from it and be better next time. Mm.
0: And I think in that moment as well, like I was really acknowledging how I was being triggered because of past things that were making my reaction a lot stronger than what was probably necessary mm. in that scenario so I think you know with arguments and I mean I'm sure we're going to have disagreements like I, I plan on spending the rest of my life with you so I'm sure we're going to have a disagreement mm. over the next however many years but I think it's really important to have that self-awareness and to be able to just recognize what's coming up and to know you know how to move through your emotions without projecting them onto the other person mm. um yeah, and it's it, just like
1: r- radical self-awareness like you know in everything in a lot of our conversations we're, we're just constantly evaluating ourselves uh like you know where could i've done things better or where was i where, where do i not take responsibility or where can i take responsibility and if we both show up like that which we have been it's yeah it's it's awesome because we're both growing and we're both aware that we're both growing and we're both learning and we're both you know young and still you know getting getting a good handle on things and we have space for that um which is yeah it's really beautiful Mm.
0: I think as well, knowing that that self-awareness also comes into the awareness of what boundaries you hold and being able to communicate those boundaries, which I feel like a lot of the time can kind of navigate disagreements or arguments, like to not let it get to a point of an argument. I mean, I can say with clarity that there'll never be a moment where I'm going to like name call or like yell at you in that kind of way of an argument, like Mm things might be emotionally charged, but there's never going to be a time where I'm like, you're a dickhead or whatever it might be. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, I think it comes into, yeah, that that self-awareness and then being able to like, like set boundaries with yourself and also set boundaries with the other person and being really clear with your communication, And you know, what's okay with you in the relationship and what's not okay with you in the mm-hmm. relationship. And everyone's going to navigate that and every couple is going to have a really different um view on that but i think it's a really important process of building really solid foundations in a relationship
1: Mm. yeah definitely yeah i agree
0: Mm. i'm (laughs) glad you agree um they're kind of all of the questions that i can remember
1: how to manifest a specific soul partner Mm. Uh, i think this comes back to you know you were talking before about manifesting a partner and you know how to do that and what that looks like and you were saying that you know you had some qualities and attributes in mind as opposed to actual you know things and for me it was the same like yeah you know my when i'm doing my affirmations and you know thinking about what kind of woman i wanted to call in last year like there was it wasn't like blonde hair blue eyes kind of thing it was it was more like you know um, intelligence, respect, like loyalty, honesty, compassion, like stuff like that. Um, and you tick all those boxes. So, Mm. you know, yeah.
0: Yeah. And mine, mine was the same kind of process with the values, like I said, and, you know, a lot of mine were like ambition and having discipline and self-awareness and being open and depth was one of them, um, which, you know, Josh possesses all of those values and all of those qualities. And, also, your height, I'm not going to lie, I did have that on my list Was having a partner that was taller than me. Hmm. You definitely met that criteria. J- de- how, how tall are you? 6'1"? Six, 6 foot. Are you Tick, sure?
1: Yeah, yeah 183 centimetres, 6 oh. foot. Yeah. 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 And I, def- I, def- I definitely did have beautiful and you definitely ticked that box.
0: Thanks, baby. Um, the last question was top tip for manifesting dream love. My top tip would be to embody the feeling of love within yourself every day. Hmm. I know that seems random to it, but I think having that self-love within, knowing that self-love isn't being fully healed, it's not being like this purely enlightened being. I think it's just embodying that feeling of love within yourself and wanting to share that with another person.
1: Yeah, yeah, and I would just echo that. I think developing self-love and being in the energy of love is so important you know holding that energy of love is Mm. just super important i think um in a relationship out of a relationship just general good life advice i think um that would help to manifest the dream love but also just to have a happy and loving life just be in love Mm.
0: i love that i love love (laughs) (laughs) um i'm really sorry if you had a question in the question box that we did not get to but like i said I was very silly and did not screenshot them. But if you guys want a part two, if you want Josh back on the podcast, make sure you let me know. Make sure you go and follow him at Josh Holidays on Instagram. He posts some amazing stuff. But
1: You're always sharing my stuff.
0: Yeah, well, I'm going to support you.
1: <laughs> yeah, so they'll see it there.
0: Very true. But thank you for listening. We yeah. hope that you enjoyed and, yeah, feel that love within and just know that your person is out there. I remember I had so many like moments of doubt where I was like, am I going to be alone for the rest of my life? But I held that faith knowing that there was someone that, you know, would be that soul connection and have that that love that I wanted to feel and how I wanted to feel in a relationship. And here you are.
1: I never had doubt. I had challenges and difficulties, but I had a strong belief and I always hold that strong belief. Like I think it's so important and, you, you know, you're – your audience people listening to this will probably find value in this but it's so important to just hold a strong self-belief like believe in yourself that you can do all the things and you know the universe is working in your favor and all of that if you hold that belief it's all going to work out um, but before we kind of wrap it up as well you know if anyone has any ideas of stuff missy and i should do together like whether it's more podcasts or programs or stuff you'd like to see us do together, then let us know because I think that would be really cool and I'm definitely open to, yeah, to that kind of stuff.
0: Yeah, we both definitely feel the desire and vision, I guess, for working together and, and helping other people in terms of like relationships or communication or whatever it might be. So if you guys want to see anything in particular, definitely let us know. But thank you for listening. Babe, thanks for coming on.
1: Mm -hmm. thanks for having me how Uh, good
0: i'll see you guys next week in the next episode because i'm going to be back with regular uploads i promise all right bye